Yeah, yeah. What's going on, good friends? This is MC Till with Everybody's Hip Hop Label. You are tuned in to the Boom Bap Chat, number 60 tonight. So that's exciting. It's also exciting because we have about 50 people in the room tonight, and we're going to introduce all of them in just a moment. Before we do that, though, as always, if you are in Cincinnati, we invite you to come on over to Everybody's Records in Pleasant Ridge. They have CDs, tapes, books. They got everything over there. Uh, they, they might even have some Scribbling Idiots albums over there. You never know. Uh, and if you can't get they over do. there, just they do. There you go. Wonder Brown confirmed it. Uh, so make sure you check them out. If you can't come to Cincinnati, just check them out online. <coughs> Everybody'srecords.com. Support them. They always support the local music scene. So we try to give back. Tonight in the room, we have uh, the Scribbling Idiots. There's a bunch of them. Uh, we're going to introduce each one of them. Before that, let's introduce the hosts that are in the room tonight with us. Uh, with the Wu-Tang in the background, we have Profound. Profound, what's up, man? What's good? You know how we do it. What's cracking, everybody? What up, though? Living well. We also, all, as always, we also have Ayo Mas Marad. What's up, Ayo? What up, though? Peace, peace, peace. Glad to have my brother in the place to be, ironically. Yes. Yes, indeed. Also in the room, in the background, lurking as always, we have Neville. What's up, Neville? Peace, peace. I'm feeling the energy. Feeling the energy. I feel that. And tonight, our, our part-time co-host is back with us. We have Joe November. Joe is with us. What's up, Joe? What's up, fellas? What's good? Good to have you. All right, tonight's guest, there's a bunch of them. I think we've confirmed there's at least 10 of these guys across the world. And we are honored to have five of them, plus a friend. So that's awesome. So uh, starting first with Kaz Meta. Kaz, how are you this evening, my friend? How y'all doing? I'm good, man. Glad to hear. And Kaz, where, let's, let's uh, tell us where you live. Where are you living these days? Uh, Greenfield, Ohio. Ohio in the place. We also have Motion Plus. What's up, Motion? Where are you? Well, yo, 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 I am in the wastelands of Quincy, Illinois. Quincy. Good to have you, my man. We also have Zoe Nichols out and about on location tonight. What's up, Zoe? Where are you? What up, man? Hey, right now I'm in uh, Defiance, Ohio, man. Defiance. Nice. Love it. Just me is in the building, or I should say in a lovely house with drapery in the background. Just me, what's up with you, man? How are you? Where are you? What's up? What's up? Uh, I am in G-Town, Kentucky. G-Town. Right on. Right on. We also have Theory Has It here. What's up, Theo? Where are you? Do I really have to tell you where I am? No, you don't. I mean, you know, <laughs> if people are going to come get you or whatever. I'm in the house. <laughs> That's like, you know, that's none of y'all business where I'm at, yo. I'm it in looks Central like Washington, though. Looks like you're in the lab. I'm in Ellensburg, Washington. You Ellensburg. know what I'm saying? Portland base, but, you know, Ellensburg for now. So Right on, right on. Also in the house, we have the one and only Wonder Brown. What's up, Wonder Brown? You see that you're traveling a little bit. Where are you, where are you these days? What's good, baby? I'm uh, wherever the fuck I be. <laughs> How about that? The, there you go. Cincinnati. 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 Hey. Another Cincinnati. All right, right on. And we also have ironic. Is this, is, this G, oh. is this G rated, by the way? I'm sorry. Is this G rated? Should I should I step back? Yeah, you should repent right now. I apologize. No, I'm just kidding. No, okay. you, it's not. You can say what you gotta say. Uh, I, 
But we also have a friend of the idiots, a friend, uh, Ironic Lee. What's up, Ironic Lee? How are you? What up, though? And where are you? Can you can you reveal your location? Yes, uh, Detroit, Michigan, the one and only. Detroit, right on, right on. Oh, Very right. good. Well, these guys, uh, the scribbling idiots tonight on the show, um, man, how can you tell us the story? Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Yes. I don't know who's clapping. Who's clapping? It was there was so many of them. <laughs> so many of them. That's right. Can um I believe what I've heard is that Kaz and Just Me were the two that kind of got this group together. Just me, can you confirm that? That that is true. That is true. Can you tell us how did that did, were y'all just like thinking about like, hey, let's form a group and just like you picked random people? How did it come about? Nah, so uh <laughs> I met <laughs> So I went up to Scribble Jam and uh, rolled up there with, with my boys, uh, Deacon and No from Cunning Linguists. And, um, and I was hanging out because Marzil and Listener from Deep Space Five had a booth up there. And I knew those guys, we, we go way back. And so um, I was hanging out at the booth and, and Kaz walked up and was talking to listener and then listener was like this is uh just me from soul seekers and and then uh kaz kicked one of my raps back to me and i was like i like this guy so uh <laughs> <laughs> so uh we linked up he he was uh i had just moved out here from cali so um he was like you know, I can hook up some shows and stuff if you can help me record. So that's kind of the, how we started off was like, I was helping him record music and uh, and he was linking up shows. And then kind of in the process of that, we were like, we should do a project. And then it went from like, we should do a project to we should start a, we should form a crew and so it's just kind of, and then it just got out of control. So, <laughs> is that is is that your re, 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 how you say that word recollection? recollection. <laughs> is that your recollection, Casmeta? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Dope, dope. All right. So then there's other dudes here. Let's let's start with Motion Plus. How did Motion Plus get down with the scribbling idiots? I begged them to let me join. Um, I said, please, please, Casmeta. It was dope. Please, please Casmeta, let me, let me be. No, um, if you guys remember, I'm going to date myself a little bit, but there used to be a forum called uh, Hip Hop for the Soul. You guys uh -huh. remember that? So I was on the forum for Hip Hop for the Soul, um, just trying to get my feet wet in the, you know, like get my music out there. And Casmeta was selling some beats. And so like I was in need of beats. So I hit Casmeta up. And uh, basically, we started just to chat on the phone. And uh, he decided that, you know, in doing all this chatting, we decided we was going to make an EP together. If that's if I remember, that's correct. And then while he was he came to Quincy to do the EP with me. And uh, basically, it was him and whoever talked within the crew, because I was one of the later members. Um, and they talked and it was like, yeah, let's put motion in. So I was like crazy blessed by that because that's all I wanted to do was be in a crew. 
And I was definitely, mm -hmm. you know, scribbling idiots to me was going to be the, the next dope. You know what I mean? So it was like, it was a no brainer. I was flattered that they asked me for real. Yeah. So you said you were one of the later uh, additions to the crew. Well, I, I don't know if I'm, I don't think I was the, I don't know. It's the original group. The original group was Kazmeta, just me. Caboose was in the group back then. Oh, and me and Caboose. Caboose. Yeah, me and Caboose okay. was really, really good friends. Um, and then I know that Theo got in before me. I'm sure Wonder Brown did, and I think Zoe did too. As far as everybody else, I think that Matt Man, I mean, it takes Kaz. Kaz and Justin really know it, but I think Matt Man was already a producer. I think they were already messing with Reflex. Um, so I very well could have been one of the last members to join, for real. But it all came together really quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I was signing to Syntax at the time, Syntax Records. And so, like, they already kind of had a deal with Elect as well. So it wasn't like I was, it was weird. We had, like, affiliates at that time, right? So it was like I was a scribbling idiot, but I wasn't necessarily the core group that was, like, on the Elect release. You know what I mean? So of of the the faces here in the Zoom tonight, who was uh, one of the earlier earliest members? So it was just me, Kaz Meta, and Zoe Nichols. Yeah. So how did Zoe Nichols enter the, the equation? Yeah, man. Um, I mean, I'll, I guess, you know, Kaz will confirm, but um, I, honestly, out of nowhere, I was living in South Carolina at the time. I was living in Charleston. I was uh, had an apartment up in North Charleston and, uh, one day I was just sitting there writing um, on the balcony and I get a call out of nowhere and um, it's Taylor, it's Kaz. And, um, you know, at that moment, you know, I was linked up with a DJ in Charleston, um, DJ Carfu at the time, because um, I didn't have any uh, community and I needed community. So I gravitated toward DJ Carfu uh, um, to do shows and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, it was awesome. It was out of nowhere. It was like an angel. And it, it was like perfect time. I was receptive. I was young, um, you know, and I could hear the heart behind the behind the, the call, you know, and my man was like, yo, this is what's going to happen. And he was telling me what was going to happen. He's like, I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you these beats and I'm going to send you a record. And he's like, you listen to the beats. And he was like, and I'm going to tell you what to do next. You know, I'm going to let you know what concept you're going to do, what, what we're going to do next. And we're going to we're going to start to form some shit. And I was like, let's do this, bro. Let's do it, man. So it was at the right time. I had just uh, flown back uh, from recording um, with the Tunnel Rats in L.A. It was cool timing. It was like per it was like a, a really cool time um, linked up with syntax through all of that moment. when I was down there. It was pretty cool. But yeah, it was awesome. That's that's how it came. That's how it came about. Yo, that's dope. That's super dope. And theory has it in Wonder Brown. I I feel like you, the two of you, knew each other prior to scribbling idiots. Is that true? That okay. is correct. Cool. Theo, can you tell me your first memory of Wonder Brown? Because <laughs> I'm sure it's a good one. <laughs> I mean. It's not funny, but you oh, know, okay. I, I just, I just like, I was working on this mixtape, and uh, that's the funny part. Like, I was doing a mixtape, and we was just like <laughs> rapping uh, to other people's beats, and uh, uh, I met him through a mutual friend. I had uh, his name was John. Uh, shout out to John. 
um John Alves. He uh he was coming over to record for like a, a mixtape and then like his second or third time coming he, he brought uh he brought Jamie over. He brought Wonder Brown over and uh, I threw on a beat. <laughs> I, I I know I know Wonder Brown. <laughs> he was like mad skeptical. He was just like, yeah. You know, just like waiting for the whack beat to drop <laughs> or something. And I threw something. I threw on like some J Live or something like that, and it was like an instrumental. And he got he can he went crazy. I was just like, oh. And then I found out he like he lived down the street from me, and it was it, the rest is history, really. Yeah. Is is that how you remember it, Wonder Brown? That's exactly how I remember it. <laughs> I matter of fact, here's the funny part. Um, John was a guy. He was a young guy. Who I had been mentoring, I was skeptical to mentor. He hit me up. He goes, "I'm, I'm, I'm, I'm rapping. I, I gotta, I gotta drop some raps for this guy." And I go, "Yeah, whatever." And he goes, "He goes, no, for real. This guy is right up your alley." And I'm like, "There ain't nobody that's get, that has the hip hop knowledge that I have in the city of Cincinnati. Period. Bar none. I don't want to hear it." He goes, "Just." Will you just come and pick me up and then like take me to the studio? Will you please do that? And like this guy, you know, is a guy, honestly, that society had sort of left behind. And I really had a big heart for him. I was like, yeah, I'll come pick you up. So I come pick him up. He, he lives in Liberty, uh, not Liberty, uh, Lincoln Heights. So I go pick him up at Lincoln Heights. And my mother lives in Liberty Township. I pick him up at Lincoln, Lincoln Heights. And he's like, yeah, take this right, this left, this right, this left. I'm like, I'm going home. What the hell are you doing? You know, like, you know, just thinking in the back of my head. It's right down the street from my house. He goes to the, we go to the door. He goes, oh, I left something in the car. I go, okay, here's my keys. Go back to my car. I open the door or I'm, 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 sitting, I'm standing at the door like a dumbass by myself. And Theo opens the door and he goes, hello and i go yeah hi <laughs> he goes he goes how do i know you and i go uh i don't know i'm here with john he goes no no no. i know you i know you i know you i like nah do you play you play hoops i you know i play basketball throughout the city he was like no no i'm i don't play any sports i'm like well you you don't know me <laughs> and that's how the first time we met i met theory has it and the rest is history uh, yeah, as they say, yeah, cool. Well, tonight is about you guys, about the scribbling idiots, but we do want to uh know who Ironic Lee is. Uh, he is in the building, so ironically, what is your connection here to the scribbling idiots? Outside of just being a fan, that's that's it. Like I said, um, like I said, we um, I met Theory as a years ago, he was on a mixtape for Mahogany Jones. We did a, a mixtape called The Gathering Mixtape. <laughs> That was oh, our action. Mahogany, what's up? Yeah, yeah. Um, that was our first interaction. Um, and then from there, just been just been following him in a fan. Um, I think like Mahogany went down there to Cincinnati to kick it with Theory and uh, K Drama. Mm -hmm. This was years yeah. ago. I was there yeah. too. I was there. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Know. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, so it's it's yeah, so just like I said, just kind of watching just that the, the journey and, and everything and whatnot. So that's that's it. Like I said, when I, I saw Theory posted it and I'm like, yo, then I was like Oh yeah, Skipper Lindy's gonna be on. So I'm like, yo, send me the link. And so, right I mean, so I'm just here to just to, to, to 
Soak it in. Right on, man. Glad you're here. So there's a connection that I, I think might have been made tonight uh, for the first time, I think. Joe, November, in, in theory, has it. Yeah, do y'all did you know each other before tonight? No, so. uh, no, but we did. He did contribute to the uh, respect, um, yes, beat that we did together. The tribute uh, for to Redman, Red yeah, oh, okay, that was that. dope. But oh, y'all have word. a connection, y'all have a connection through your cousin, right, Joe? Yeah, yeah, my cousin Natty from Cunning Linguist. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm from Lexington, he's from Lexington. Oh, wow, and yeah. So, uh, so wow. you obviously know him, and yeah. I, just me knows him as well. Yeah, I was say, that's not that's not a connection. Just y'all, that's everybody. Yeah, that's, that's everybody. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying everybody knows him. But I mean, but but Theo, don't you have a connection to Natty through your daughter? Yeah, I mean, my daughter used to babysit uh, for Natty, but that's crazy. before that, it was like, like. Deacon's dad, or, or somebody from Deacon's family, used to go fishing with my grandfather. So. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> that's wild. That's crazy. Are you serious? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I, I, this is, you know, I didn't know who Cunningham was were at the time either. Right. So. But yeah. Well, now we got every all the connections in the room all figured out. Um, Profound Neville, uh, Io Moss. I, I have questions here, but anything that jumps out to you that you want to ask about? Not yet. Not yeah, yet. Okay. not yet. Uh, yeah, yeah, not yet. You're good. You're good. Um, cool. So, first question: Who's the most annoying member of the Scribbling Idiots? <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> oh, the self-selected Wonder Brown. <laughs> I am. Can Can we get a, a a second on that? I'm I'm not gonna argue. I'm not. <laughs> I have I have hold on I have my douchebag moments though I could be a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> same same <laughs> but yo some of you some of you feels like an addictions meeting <laughs> Man, there's some personalities in this in this group for sure yes and i've gotten to know some of those personalities over the years <laughs> and especially wonder brown because he and i did some touring together so but i am curious to know i mean it's a fun question but i'm curious to know like with all those different personalities um you know, did you did you have moments where you're like, this group is done, I'm I'm packing my bags, or I'm kicking this guy out, or can you tell? Have you had moments like that? Hold on, hold on. Justin, Justin, isn't it? Before everybody else talks, I want Justin to say something, and I want Casmeta to say something. <laughs> Justin, start. Justin, uh, start. So, one, yes, and without getting into like too much. Like you know, you, you you can get real personal on some of this. Stuff. You don't have to be personal. You don't have to go there. But we can have. I mean, dang. I mean, you know, on we've definitely had early on. We had moments where we couldn't find Zoe, so that was, that was early on. <laughs> he would show up to the show and he would just bolt. <laughs> and we would just be like, oh, we'll we'll find him before we get on stage. And uh, but on our last tour. Um, and this is never like, so there's never like, oh, somebody's going to get kicked out of the group or something. But there's definitely been moments where like, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this next show because what happened at the last place. So <laughs> uh, on our last tour, there was some miscommunication where uh, where Theo and I and, and my wife were, were dipping to go to dinner. And it was probably the way I worded it. I was like, yo, we're going to go to dinner. 
and and we're not coming back to like hang out here. We were we were at a we were in Columbus, and we were like you know we're not coming back is what yeah. I said. Like, and, I, and, and Wonder took that as oh you're not coming back. So I'm like on my own to get back to yeah. the hotel. Yeah, yeah. And we went back to the place to to pick him up, and he wasn't there. And then we started driving towards the hotel, and, and Wonder Brown had mobbed like you were. He was miles away from the venue. <laughs> and really close to the hotel. And I, yeah, I won't go into all the details yeah, of that, yeah. but like, yeah, we definitely had like <laughs> All right, Kazmeta, you, you were told to speak next, so. Yeah. Oh. Wonder Brown. I mean, yeah, like you said earlier. Yeah, there's <laughs> Wonder Brown. Brother Dark. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a like, like, uh, like Justin said, you know, so I know myself, I can be a real anal prick sometimes. So <laughs> these guys and, and to be a quote unquote leader of guys who are older than me, mm. everybody in this room is older than me. Okay? So, you know, to be a leader of, of guys who are older than you, it, it's, it's, it can be challenging for them and for me. We'll just say that sometimes, you know, but, you know, uh, it always works out. I mean, it's SI for life regardless. They're my brothers, so yeah. brothers fight, but ain't no big deal. Like, I don't I don't think anybody takes it uh, too personal and holds on to it yeah. too long, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. So your so Nichols, your name was called out there saying that you just – you would just disappear at, at moments. Yeah. Uh, do you want to deny or confirm this allegation? Um, yeah, I mean, I would dip out because um, I would like, I'd go and I'd go in my little Zen moment and I'd disappear. And I know that they would be like, yo, we need to like practice this shit. Like we need to get this shit together. Like what the, where the fuck is Zoe at? Um, I'd dip out. Um, you know, I, I, I breathe, I take a breather. I, I you know, do a mantra. Um, I, I would just walk off. Um, I, I would, you know, I just be in my own, I'd be in my own zone, just yeah. in my own mind, thinking about life and shit. So if stuff like that would happen, I mean, to be quite honest, I mean, like sometimes I would dip out and meet people. Sometimes I would dip mm. out and meet, uh, people in cities that were my friends, Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, different girls, definitely, um, <laughs> You know, I would have to, I would have to, you know, dip out and, and, you know, handle business and then get back with my guys real quick. And that's kind of like a lot of the time what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. Now from, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Motion Plus, you want to say something? Which is a bad thing. And, and I'm sorry for dragging that story out, but it's, it's a bad, it's, it's a bad thing. It's not a good thing. You got to be there for your guys. Yeah. You got to be there on time. You got to be dependable. You got to, you know what I'm saying? So, you know. Yeah, I want to I want to get back to that um that point because that leads to something else. But motion plus, you you threw your finger up. What's up? Yeah, yeah, just real quick, man. First of all, I love these brothers to death, right? But 2013 one way tour, me, Kazmeta, Zoe. I thought they was gonna kill me, man. For real. <laughs> like, like I was the worst during that time. I was in a dark period of my life. And I think me and Zoe bumped heads every single day, man. But, you know, <laughs> and then Kaz, he, he was just tolerating it. 
But, you know, like every single show, though, that we got, you know, with all that tension behind the scenes, every single show we rocked it and we was yeah. we was one we was one unit and it was dope. It was just that. None no, of that got, mattered to me as long as we we delivered a good. Yeah, I mean, me and Zoe was probably me and Zoe probably was gonna box on a couple occasions for real. <laughs> <laughs> but but it was like it's still love. And then then when we all came together, like one night, I remember it very vividly, man. Like we rocked the show in Lexington, and uh, it was at a a church. Can't remember what it was called, but it was a big crowd, man. And like I was just like overstepping my bounds through the whole show in the sense of like like trying to get the crowd hype hyper than they needed to be and this and that and and just like just just like overdoing it and i remember like i remember like being in the car i remember being in the car and like justin and everybody just like it, it hurt me don't get me wrong like it it hurt and i was in my feelings about it but they gave me an attitude correction you know what i mean like they yeah. put me in they put me in my place and and i i was salty you know what i mean it was definitely saltine crackers in my mouth but um it was like, um, I just, what I took away from it is like, we all, we all would bump heads, but it was all like, it was truly like brotherhood. Like you, yeah, you, be, you knew, you knew what it was, you know what I mean? Like it, it wasn't all, it wasn't all beautiful, but it was, it was, it was, a, it was beautiful what we did on the stage together. And then off the stage, even though it, it was like a lot of, a lot of issues going on, there was never no doubt that these weren't my brothers, you know what I mean? One thing that I'll have to chime in real quick. I learned with that experience in in, uh, in thirteen in that tour. Um, I had to respect um, people's cities. You know what I'm saying? I had to respect people's scenes. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of layers that go to it. There's a lot of uh, uh, there's a lot of layers, man. You know what I mean? It's their city, so you have to you kind of have to respect what what goes on. Their recommendation. You know I mean, because a lot of the time shit can get dangerous. You know what I'm saying? You go to a place and you're just, you know, you're showing your talent off and you're trying to be beautiful on stage. Some of these places aren't churches. These places are bars. Um, and, uh, you know, that's what I learned in 13, too, you know, is that I have to respect, you know, I had to respect Motion City. You know what I'm saying? I had to respect, you know, his recommendations. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of things that, that had went on behind the scenes, stuff like that. Yeah. That's dope. Now, theory has it, you have always struck me as a very uh, patient person, humble. I am girl. water. <laughs> <laughs> Being in the midst of such uh, 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 personality. Turmoil. Turmoil. Did that ever, did you ever, you know, did that ever affect you in a way where you're like, oh, I got to get away from these dudes? Or were you always, did you always maintain that, that peacefulness that I always kind of see coming from you? I think so. I mean, I mean, you know, I, I was joking when I said I am water, <laughs> but it's a, it's a real thing. You know, yeah. I, I, I was kind of like, I wouldn't say neutral, but I would just go with the flow, you know, yeah. uh, but there's another side of me that's like this, you know, this little corny uh, hip hop fan. And so I was hyped all the time, like, yo, Marzil, yo, Plato, yo, Ton of Rats, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that was me. And uh, I mean, I think it was a couple You're times. still that nerd. Yeah, but it, it, I mean, I kind of I, I I chilled out, you know. what I'm saying I chilled. I, I'm I'm cool. Man. I, I had I had a couple pep talks from like 
Justin, just me and Kaz Meta. You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, it was cool. You know what I'm saying? I just had to sit back and relax, you know? But yeah, yeah I've, I've always been like, I just want to work. Yeah. You know, as, as time went on, I saw uh, more value in doing stuff with your crew than, you know, doing stuff with your favorite artist. So, yeah. Mm. That sounds wild. <laughs> Iomas is feeling that. Facts. Yeah. yeah. It's all about, you know, doing stuff with your family first. And then you know what I mean, branching out. So I, I'm I'm always a co-signer of that, if if I could use that word. You know yeah. So that's dope. Yes, that's what's up. Yeah. That for sure. I definitely had to learn it though. I had to learn it. For sure, for sure. A uh, profound. Any any uh, thoughts, questions? Yeah, man. I want to know since there's so many of y'all. Um. Does everybody like? having the they brothers write help write songs or does the mc in each individual like to take over at times and i asked that question because as a solo mc myself sometimes the lazy part of me would want to do a song with somebody else because i don't want to write the whole thing myself (laughs) (laughs) but that's for any of you I mean, my experience has just been building. That's that's mm. a quick answer for me. Like, you know, we passed tracks along, but like, I think, uh, I think Kaz could answer it better. Yeah. Kaz, what? Just like, uh, I mean, yeah. Obviously, when you, you know, because I'm a solo artist and I'm and I'm in a bunch of groups, right? That's why mm-hmm. Neville had to earlier. Because it's like, well, I thought you were in that group. Well, I am. I'm in that group, and I'm in that group, and I'm in that group, and I'm in that group. So, you know, I do do a lot of work. So it's definitely easier to build your catalog and build songs when you're doing collaborations versus doing a solo record. I mean, that's just, that's half the work if there's, you know, somebody else doing, doing it for you. So I don't think it's ever challenging for any of us, though. Like, it's actually usually, uh, a lot of times we we had the same two or three guys coming up with all the concepts a lot of the time. And then everybody else would, you know, come up with song, song ideas here and there for sure. Everybody contributed. But, I mean, it we as MCs, we like to sharpen our swords, man. So we like that challenge of somebody giving us something new we've never done before. Oh, you got this brand new idea that I didn't think of? I love it. You know what I mean? That was, that was always my... Uh, my vibe like just me is one of the most creative when it comes to coming up with concepts especially for early SI stuff and he would always come up with these really practical concepts you could write from like it you could have enough verses about to where nobody's verses don't sound the same if that makes sense like it it always worked out for us man it worked out in in our favor you listen to the music and you listen to the concepts and, and you listen to the fluidity of the just everybody in general, for sure. So, hope that answers yeah. your question, brother. Yes, yes, dope, dope. But let me let me chime in. Let me chime. Yeah, yeah. In. Um, I want to say this: being around these guys, they're so creative. It was not it was not hard to ever be creative, and to mm-hmm. to find your slot. Mm. Okay, so like, yeah. so maybe one time I'll come up with the I'll come up with the concept. I'll write the first verse. I'll write the hook. 
I'll come in, I'll drop it. Cats would be like, I'm feeling that, boom, boom. Because there's so many heads, just like, well, somebody might not feel it, but like two other people might feel it. So like we're making a, we're making a song. So it's not very hard. And also we form like Voltron. So like, yo, uh, I'm calling you to do this, right? There might be a concept where I'll be like, just me, I need you to rap. And he, he might not necessarily feel it, but because I asked him to do it, and that's what we that we 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 made a we made a pact with each other, right? He'll mm -hmm. rap on it and he'll kill it despite the fact that he's not feeling it, right? Right. So there that's that's the interesting thing. Like, you know, if I if I could encourage whoever's listening who's not you know, who who's his husband, you know, they're not sure how they how to, how to feel about creating. It's like, yo, find some cats who you respect, submit yourself to them, and then like create together. And like, I'm get, I'm, I guarantee you, you will be a better artist for that process. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Period. <clears throat> Period. It's, there's no there's no question. I got I Wonder Brown only exists because of Theory Has It, Kaz Meta, Just Me. Mouth Warren, Motion Plus, all these guys, MC Till, Sean Little, you know, like all the, all the people I ever collaborated with, you know, I I I stole from all y'all, right? But, I best believe it's reciprocated. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Echo that. Echo all that. But the best part is like, yeah. the, like the greatness comes from submission. Like the, you know, like hey, you know, like oh, okay, like. Uh, there was times where I, I, I collaborated with, with Zoe, Mouth, Mouth Warren. I'd be like, yo, you're the greatest rapper I've ever heard in my life. And he'll come to me and be like, I have, I can't hold a candle to you. <laughs> and I'll right. be like, are you serious? That's bullshit. We will so like, blow each other's minds at times because uh, it, it, the humility was unreal in a sense. Like we all came as children together like we're all humbling ourselves like we're all adult men in our in our early 20s coming yes. together trying to figure this thing out instead of being like you know divas and trying to trying to be like uh you know trying to act trying to give an okie doke to the brothers that you came around and say yo let's do this hip hop <laughs> shit the crew you know in the tradition of you know Wu-Tang in the tradition of you know the boot camp you know what I mean in the tradition of, of higher all that that's that's yeah. what we have in mind we were like, you know what, man? This is the Midwest. This is our version of that. That's what this mm -hmm. is. That's what we want this to be. And, yeah. and and it is easier. You know what I'm saying? As far as as far as coming up with ideas and concepts, it is easier. And I and I'll have to say, you can get you can get lazy. You can you can be in that comfort zone. You can get comfortable, but um, you also too become a better individual, just like my man said. You become a better individual by just going through that process. But that, like, if I could chime in, like, that's one of the that's one of the things I find that's like difficult to do. Like, when you got brothers that you respect as an MC, like I'm an MC and profound as an MC. Like, through all my like my brothers that I'm close to, but it's hard for them. It's hard to get them to buy into how you guys just you know y'all bought into like. Like, yo, we about to do this. Let's let's get it cracking. So how did y'all get, like, was it just organic or was it just like everybody had the mutual idea? It was like, hey, no, like, no, no, no. Like, it, started, it started from just me. Just right, me yeah, talking. I heard that. Yeah, I, I know it started with him, but like what, like what was said, like 
what was the energy like? Was you all like, well, you know, did it come to the point where some of y'all was just tired of like pushing things on your own? He was like trying to, because I think coming together as a crew, I'm. this is what I'm getting at. I'm sorry, I'm rambling, I'm sorry. Nah, but this is what I'm getting at. Like, it seems like to me, uh, what you guys are doing is the perfect representation of hip hop. Because hip hop is about community, moving together as a unit, as opposed to an individual becoming a superstar. You know what I mean? Like, to me, that is the blueprint and the essence of what hip hop is about, is moving as a unit and moving in community. So I was just wondering like what, what made you all like buy into it? Like, man, this is what we gonna do. Let's let's get it cracking. Let's get it moving. May I say something about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. So, so being that I was one of the later members to come into it, I think you could just sense that there was something special about it. Like, you kind of know, you kind of know that there's something special going on. You know what I mean? So it's not necessarily a buy-in. It's just that everybody, it it, it like to quote Theo, he was he's water, right? So everything was like moving together in the same current. You know what I mean? Like everybody, even though everybody in the crew has a totally different style, like none of us rap the same period, right? And everybody has their own, uh, uh, like just, just their little, not a niche. I don't want to use the word niche, but everybody has their lane, right? Everybody has their nuance, nuance. nuance, perfect, perfect word, right? And, and so you felt like there was something special about it especially for me coming in later. So like, of course, the core members, the, the, they were all together and they were doing shows constantly together. They were vibing together in person. I, I didn't get that opportunity a lot, but you just sensed it. Like the buzz was there. The, the, it was just, again, the word that just keeps coming to my mind is special. There was just something special about it and it worked. So it, it didn't necessarily need a buy-in. It was like, it was a no brain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. Um, just, to just answer, yeah, to answer more directly, like how it came together or like, you know, the, um, how it blended together was, yeah, there had to be, uh, some checks and balances. So one of the things that we said right up front is that the song is king, mm. the song like when we're, if we're recording, the song is what matters most, not your ego, not his ego, not, you know, like it's whatever's best for the song. So, I mm. mean, early on, we had situations sometimes where, you know, five verses were written and two got kicked off and three got kept, you know, um, we did stuff like that, you know, or if somebody wrote something and it, not everyone was feeling it then we just didn't use that you know like oh well, that hook's not quite it we need to go this way um so that was i think that was an easy way to like keep everyone focused was like the song is king and then over time you know different people the 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 early stuff i you know you might say that i was producing more like i was sort of directing the way things went and then over time Kaz became more that guy where um he was the one putting people together on the songs like I okay I got these beats and and you know these three guys are going to get on this song and these three guys are going to get on this song like sometimes you have to when you have a organization of guys that big you have to have somebody driving yeah 
Well, I also want to say this. I also want to say this. Um, I remember the first time I met Kaz Meta, he played me a tape of Just Me. And it was songs that were going to end up being on One Man's Trash. And I remember listening to these songs and guy, this guy is polished. I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not even the same category as this guy. And, uh, and I remember Thea was saying the same thing. I remember Kaz was kind of saying the same thing. I didn't even realize that scribbling idiots were a thing. So it, it I think it started with experience. I, I think it started with just me's experience on the West coast with all the guys he was rapping with, you know, tunnel rats, uh, soul seekers, his crew, uh, what was the other crew that you um, future shock future yeah, shock yeah. so these guys who had been around right he was bringing this he just brought this essence that just permeated everything and I, I see it now as uh, I, I'll go back in time I think about this a lot like you know I end up rapping like all these guys combined I didn't even realize it you know because I'm just I'm just soaking it in you feel me and uh just me brought that to the table. Kaz Meta also brought that to the table. I would have never met Just Me if it wasn't for Kaz Meta. Mm. Like so, it's just it just kind of like uh, now that I look I look back I'm like it was meant to be. You yeah, know, Kaz, it was just, Kaz is the I'm, king networker. Kaz yes. is, is always None better, and mm. so he really is. Like Kaz facilitated people being in the group i mean like the very very beginning like the core like the very first so the first record that came out with scribbling idiots was it was just me and kaz met a record yeah. that had production from matt man and reflex the architect and myself and uh and then zoe rapped on it and uh caboose rapped on it and it's Elias, a uh, yep, Pigeon John did a guest appearance on that record, but Elias was the other like uh, Elias and and of course uh, Ruff, um, Ruffy and rest in peace. Uh, mm -hmm. um, one of the OG members of of SI and um, that um, anyway that project sort of got things off the ground um, and. Uh, but it, the point was that Kaz sort of facilitated all these relationships and then even us ended up linking with um, Theo and Wonder Brown. You know, it was just, uh, you know, Kaz putting putting things together. I think I think we initially met at a show. We, we actually met at a couple shows before we ended up saying, hey, we these guys should be scribbling idiots. Yeah. Hey, just to uh, yeah, before... Go ahead, Cass. Oh, go ahead. No, you're good. No, yeah, I was saying we we just, yeah, that's how we met Theo and Wonder was doing shows, did a few similar shows together and just started building from there. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna kick to a few folks here to ask questions. But first, Just Me, can you just tell us all the members of uh, Scribbling <laughs> Idiots so that people know who's in it? We have six of y'all represented here. Who are we missing right. tonight? Word. So the, we have the six that are here. We have uh, our dude Elias, who's yep. in, who who bounces back and forth between L.A. and and France. Uh, we have Reflex, the architect, representing for the U.K. Um, 
We got Matt Man, who has uh, produced many a beat for Scribble and Idiots. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have uh, Sebastian Hochstein out in Germany. Um, and is that Jack? Am I, am I leaving anybody? That's Jack. Yeah, that's yes, Jack. Jack. Okay. Uh, and and then rest um, in peace to Ruffian, of course. One who yeah. is in spiritual essence, and yes. it goes by the name of <laughs> Ruffian. Ruffian, yes. Cool, cool. Uh, let's kick it over. Thank you, Just Me. Let's kick it down to Ironic Lee. Did you have a question for the crew? No, um, I, mine was similar to Iowa. I, I, okay. I definitely wanted to hear, you know, how, how they kept that synergy going by it being right. so many different personalities because I know how, you know, juggling all that can happen. So that was, that was good that they answered that. So thank you. Cool. And question for you, ironically, is as a fan of the group, what what is it about this crew that you uh, really appreciate? Um, I'm all about lyrics, right? So mm-hmm. I, I grew up in that era, you know, with lyricism. Um, and then just this, 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 the vibe of it, right? I mean, this is yeah. the boom bap chat. So to, to have something, you know, like me, um, you know, in, in, in the faith, having something to where it's like, okay, this is something that, that that's clean that I can listen to, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's not it's not watered down. You know what I'm saying? It's not, you know, it ain't beat me over the head with with, with theology and nothing like you know. What right. I'm saying it, it's just dope hip hop music, which is is clean, and they can spit like yeah. that's what it was about for me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah, to be able to have something like yo, this is this is this is dope. And they, they believe us too. Like, oh yeah, let's 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 get it. You know yeah. So that was yeah. That's what that's what did it for me. Dope, dope, dope. Uh, and Joe had a question that I, I really wanted to uh, know too. But Joe, you want to chime in with your your question? Yeah. Let me first. Let me start off with a comment. So I'm I'm coming to this as a fan. So you know, growing up in the early uh, mid '90s, understanding Christian hip hop as a baseline was really into a lot of the different groups that are out there. Um, and just like when theory is mentioned earlier about being starstruck, um, it's just amazing that you guys were able to work and collaborate with so many great artists that I listened to and that I kind of grew up with. And then some who I even got to work with as I became a producer. But having said that, uh, I want to know from each member here, who, what, which album, which Scribbling Idiots album do you think is the best in your opinion and why? And does it have to be, does it have to be a group album or just a scribbling idiot solo or group? Uh, Let's keep it group for now. Group. Okay. Group. I'll go first. It's that latest one we dropped. What is it? Good morning, morning. Is that, is that, is that it? Good morning, morning. Yeah. Yeah. The latest one. I I always say that the the next one we do is always going to be the best one for me, man. That's how we always get better. And the latest one to me is the best one. Dope. I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely good morning, morning as well, because I'm actually on more than one song. Um, <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> but no, no, no. I, 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 think, I think that a good morning, morning, just like the have nots to me, I can listen to that, that that album front to back, right? And it, it holds a special place in my heart for real because like when I first got a copy of it, I was super proud of it. But there's something about Good Morning Morning that it just it just 
it's it it's so like there's so much progress there. It was so elevated. It was it was um it it just showed our growth all together. Like it's a very mature album. You know what I mean? And I just think that uh I think I don't know. It, it's just it's just it, it man. I don't even know how how to explain it. Like good morning morning good morning morning to me is is front to back. It just like speaks to my soul. And mm. everybody seemed to, even though we weren't together when we recorded it, it felt like we was. You know yeah. what I mean? It was very cohesive. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. I say for me, it was uh, Scribbling Idiots Presents Just Me and Cats Better. <laughs> I'm not even on that album. I just hold that one high. That one and Dimension Tide, I know that's not, that's a oh, Cats yeah, Better yeah. solo. Dimension Tide, bro. Both of those. Yeah. 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 Dope, Man, dope. I, Theo's remix version of the Just Me and Kaz, the Scribbling Idiots present Just Me and Kaz Meta, the Theory Has It Beat Down, uh, yeah. is the better yeah. version of that record. <laughs> nice. How about you, Wonder Brown? Yeah, it's fine. But what's well, your favorite? Um, <laughs> it has to be the Have Nots because I'm on there the most. Straight <laughs> <laughs> up and down. <laughs> Humbly stated. <laughs> uh, my my five favorite rappers are Wonder Brown, Wonder Brown, Wonder Brown, Wonder Brown, and Wonder Brown. Actually, my favorite rap, my favorite record of of all time is Idiomatic Volume One. Oh yeah! Oh got man! My, all my favorite songs. It's got it's got the best remix versions of like uh the joint where uh I uh, uh construction is one of my favorite songs. Mm. Um the joint where uh we we uh it's uh it's it's Kaz it's Kaz mouth and just rapping over a common beat. Mm. Uh-huh, uh-huh, it's uh-huh. so sick. It's so sick. I love common, but we fucking How's that shit? I watched them <laughs> record that thing, and I was like, "Damn, I'm with crew with these guys." And so, and the, the other thing is, is like back then when we were young, we were so hungry, like our styles were like off the chain. Like, like mm, as we've gotten yeah. older, it's like they've gotten like so tight, it's almost boring. Back then, we were like just like yeah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. you know, like we are we we created styles that other rappers have fallen suit from. So mm. like uh, that idiomatic volume one. That was kind of yeah, like around that, the same time. Have nots. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was just saying that was, that was around the same time. Uh, you know, just, uh, you know, the dimension tied, the idiomatic, you know, that the they were all the same time. Kind of, you know, they, they were, you know, and it just, it just really had us like, you know, on the inventive tip. Cook yeah. Clack, Cookie Clack his record was at the same time. Yeah. Like, it was like, so a sound protest. Yeah. Sound protest. Styles, styles were so nuts. Mm. Like, yo, you know, as we get older, like, uh, of course, I want to rap in pocket. I want to escape. No, Firearms. <laughs> firearms. Shit. I used to be with the firearms. <laughs> Kazmeta, how about you? What what's your what which album do you think is the best in Scribbing Idiots catalog? Uh, uh, I'll probably go with uh, Good Morning Morning. Mm. Yeah, just for the same reasons they said. 
But I mean, for for as far as the uh, as far as the growth, you know what I mean. To show that we, even though this is the boom bap chat, and that's where we got our, you know, that's our origin story. I didn't want that to be our only story, and I kind of felt like I. I oversaw that record with the vision of Ruffian. You know what I mean? Like what I thought he would want it to sound like. Mm. And so, you know, that complete, more, complete. He, he was more progressive than, than I was. You know what I'm saying? He was more of a, uh, you know, futuristic type of artist. And and he had mm. to push me that direction. So once once he was gone and wasn't with us, you know what I mean? I just... If he wasn't gonna, if he wasn't gonna be there physically, you know, his spirit was gonna be there. So, like, that was the whole point of "Good Morning, Morning" was, was to be more of like a a tribute to a, it was like a scribbling idiots record, the way Ruffian would want to sound. That's mm-hmm. the way I could put it. So, that's my favorite. But this one right here was fire too, y'all. This one right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the one was number two. two. Yeah, that's the one with the uh, Illmatic uh, background. Yeah, yeah. I always like that. Yeah, yeah. That was idiomatic, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, we had the fourth disciple beat on there. We had the Deacon, the villain feature on there. I mean, a lot of crazy, uh, crazy drops from everybody from like freaking high tech to Prince Paul and. Mm. Words worth. Oh, nice. We thought we were big star that, right, guys? How'd you get how'd you get a Prince Paul drop? Is uh, that from Prince Paul? Yeah. Scribble yeah, Jam. Yeah, I yeah, it's really, yeah, I just walked up to him. I just walked up to him. I seen him. So I walked up to him and got a drop. I'm oh, Kaz Meta, son. Kaz Meta. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it happen. Meta of Kaz. He does make it happen. Yeah. Do I yeah. really need Detail. <laughs> my Yo. favorite, my favorite drop we ever got was Gallagher. You got Gallagher to give you a it's drop. So no, I was there. <laughs> yeah, okay, for the for I the non there. for those that have no <laughs> idea who Gallagher <laughs> is, please tell us who Gallagher is and how did you get a drop from Gallagher? Just me. So <laughs> Gallagher is this famous comedian from the seventies. Um, he was the guy that, that would put watermelons on the stage and, and smash them with a giant mm-hmm. mallet. Uh, and hilarious guy. And we were we were down in Nashville, <clears throat> about to leave. We were down there for GMAs, so we were you know doing a lot of. We did I think we performed a couple times, but we did like interviews and stuff like that. But we we're all hanging out in front of the hotel, about to leave. And he's standing on the sidewalk with like it's a bunch of hip hop heads, and then Gallagher, <laughs> and, and like and and so I just go like finally I'm like I know who that guy, and then I was like I realized who it was, and I'm like I'm gonna ask him I don't care, <clears throat> and I said I'm sorry sir, but are you Gallagher? And he was like he was like yeah man, and he like. He broke out a button from like one of his tours from the 70s and gave it to me. That's awesome. And I was like, this is this is crazy. And uh, we were about to leave, actually. And I was like, dude, we should get a drop from him. 
and we like ran up on him like he was in the like he was leaving the parking garage and oh, wow. i think i think it might have been kaz like ran up on him like yo yo and like knocked on the window hey, yeah. do a, a drop for us for our, and he was like a drop what is that <laughs> but yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It was me and Damien. He thought we were going to rob him or something. You could tell he looked mad shook at first. Yeah. Oh, wow. We had to like kind of slowly like calm him down and like tell him the whole story about how we're rappers and stuff. Because <laughs> he was like, oh, shit. About to, you know what I mean? He had that look on his face. Like, about to get got. Oh, wow. Sure. And, uh, we, we, <laughs> yeah. and, and then and he yelled, were, does anybody want to crush some fruit? I, I <laughs> Yo, that's dope. Wonder, you're mute. Wonder, you're mute. The only, yeah, Wonder Brown, you're mute. You're the only hip hop crew that has ever got a Gallagher drop. Wait, wait. So just, Justin recognized sure. him. Justin recognized him. But he was like, maybe we should get a drop. And he was, he was in the car. He's about to leave. We rush his car. Yeah. He's in, the, he's in the back seat of the car. He's like, it's not a limo, but he's like in the back seat of the car. We rush his car. We knock on the window like, yo, 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 Gallagher. And, and me and Kaz are right there because me and like Justin says we should do something. Like me and just me and Kaz just ran up on this fucking mm. car. And we knock on the window and he rolls it down and he goes, Yeah, yeah. I was like, let's do it. So like it was it was in Kaz's phone when, when we got the drop. That's right. Yeah. Mm. We ran up on him and he that's why he was shook because we ran up on his car like, yo, you know, kind of thing. It was like, yo, I'll never forget that day. Cause he he also was like, the scribbling idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and that, that was uh the, the beginning of his uh comeback. He had a <laughs> yeah. after that, I think, and went on to we smash a lot of water. He started smashing uh vegetables on stage. <laughs> That might have been the point where his twin brother came out on the Chappelle show, though. You know what I mean? All right. Black Gallagher. Yes. Crush some fruit? <laughs> Who wants to crush some fruit? Yo, that's hilarious. Yo, Iomas, you got a dope question, man. You want to jump in? I got, I got actually two. Uh, the first one is where where does the name come from? Is there like a, like a, a meaning behind the name or like is it connected to like scribble jam like is this like paying homage to scribble jam mm. like like where does the name come from and then two well answer that then i'll come up with yeah. this uh, the next question is a producer question for because theory has is like one of my favorite producers like so i, I got I, I if i got a producer in the room i'm gonna ask a producer question because i'm just starting out back making beats so All right so so the answer to the first question is boring so I want to assign Wonder Brown to tell the story, the more amusing story of where somebody had some other idea of what scribbling idiots. Meant. <laughs> wait, wait. Remember that show? That show we did at that church, and they wait. thought that we were they thought that we were uh, gonna go do like art on stage. <laughs> oh my! Do you remember goodness. this? I I I kind of remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In like uh, not so good part of town. Wait, where was that at? Okay, yeah. Did they? Justin, where was that at? Uh, I don't remember. Dude, we were we were out. I want to say, man, where was it at? Do you remember, Cass? 
Oh. It was early on. I, I don't know. I thought you were talking Cincinnati shows, but I could be wrong. He did too many shows, though. I don't know. It's, it's, one, it's, one it's one of those things where basically, as we're rapping, we're supposed to be, like, drawing pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they, bo- they booked you thinking that's what they were going to get? Yes. So yes. then they didn't get it. What, were they upset? Well, so what we did, somebody, like, came up to us, like, I don't know if it was right before the show or like after, like in in like an intermission or something. And they like yeah. told us that they thought that that's what was going to happen. <laughs> so we like brought out pieces of paper and started like when somebody else was rapping, somebody else would just start drawing. Like we were, it looked like we were playing Pictionary while people were rapping. Dude. It's Pictionary. Pictionary rap. Pictionary rap. That's I funny. think we sold the drawings at the show, though. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot about that. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, we 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 do all that when we rap. Yeah. So picture is there, pages, is, Cosby. Picture pages. Is there a meaning behind the name <laughs> "Scribbling Idiots," or is it just a name? Just someone yeah. said "Scribbling Idiots" and it just stuck. I mean, I don't know if Scribble Jam might have had something to do with like the the idea because Kaz and I met at Skrilla Jam. Right. So but, it's psyche. Yeah. But, you know, and Idiots was just like, to me, was just sort of a thing of like, um, you know, not taking ourselves too serious, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Well, I remember, I remember just me being like, the world looks at us as, as, idi- as idiots. Right. Like, because the, the reality is, is like, when I started rapping, I'm in my 20s. I remember my family was like, what? Like, you should be like off making millions of dollars being like a stockbroker or whatever. I was like, no, I want to write raps. So when I, I remember, I remember I was online and Theo was like, yo, you got to check these guys out. And I remember seeing the, uh, the, the, you know, the logo. And I was like, dang, this, this is incredible. I, this is dope. And I was like, oh, these guys are right down the street. Wow. Okay. I just I just remember like saying to myself, like, I vibe with this junk. If I got a chance, like I want to be a part. And then when they asked Theo to be a part, I was like, well, I don't care. I'm going to be a part. I basically bogarted that junk. I was like, I'll do I'll do everything. I would I listen. I would go to shows and I would do, I would have their backup vocals and just me would be like, how do you know everybody's verse? How do you know everybody's words? And I'd be like, cause I'm on it, man. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Wonder yeah. Brown did bully his way into the group. I'm tired of not being with the cool kids, man. I want to hang out with these guys. They're if, doing what I want to do. If Wonder Brown bullied his way into the group, how did Theory has it get into the group? Because his theory has it. Water. <laughs> he just kind of flowed right on in. You know, they they called me up. It was like New Year's Day, and uh, I would say like 05 or something like that. Um, I was hyped, yo. I was hyped. I was like, what? Yeah, I want to be in a rap group. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. I've been trying to get down, you know, because I was bugging like Kaz, I think, um, to get down. And uh, once I got down and I was just like, well, what about Wonder Brown? You know, I always like 
you know, wanted to include him because we was always working on stuff, man. Me and him, like, knocking out tracks three, four in the morning. like nothing, Every night. Like, like water. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, we were we were also really, we were also like, yo, field specialist, that sounds dope. So we was just down to, like, hang. And then it ended up being, you know, yeah, just me and Ruffian and Mal Foreign. And Kazmeta, of course. But, yeah, it was like, wow. Word, word. Well, while we're on the water and the, the producer theory has it, I.O., you want to ask your produ producer question? And there's other producers yeah, in here, too. I know Just yeah, Me. That's what I'm saying. I know it's a lot of yeah. other producers yep. in here, too. Like, I know I heard Just Me say he he make beats, Kazmeta. So uh, the production question I have is, like, so – what would you say to somebody like, so me, I'm in graduate school, so it's hard for me to like balance, you know what I mean? Trying to get to, to, to writing rhymes, studying and getting to, you know, making beats. And I just got an MPC one, so I'm just starting back to make beats. So what would you suggest for uh, someone who's just starting beat, starting out making beats? Um, what would you suggest that they do um, to improve uh, their sound to find their sound um, just to improve as, as, as far as like a beat maker what would you suggest for that person I would that say uh, sense. <laughs> you know uh, accepting all the all the challenges you know uh, from from saying yes to projects you know things that are going to stretch you uh, <laughs> or grow you you know um, all the way to like uh really just creating something that you want to hear um and 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 also just finding a, a really dope mc i didn't think i was going to rap anymore and i had like wonder brown like rhyming like on tracks i thought i was it i thought i thought that was it for me you know uh i thought i was like his primo and you know what i'm saying and he was he was guru and um so like finding like somebody that's really dope you don't you don't have to be like a whole bunch of them but like you just find that one and and like i said you know you know give beats to everybody um and and working on your own sound and your own sound is just doing what you want to hear yeah doing that was hot that. Yeah, doing but, what you want to hear yeah I feel that feel that yeah cool cool so i have one more question that i want to ask um before we go into a, a little uh a segment that's going to be the most challenging thing you've ever done in your life so get ready for that um you, and you all have kind of touched on a little bit you know we i started off the, the conversation with who's the most annoying member because to be in a group when you live with someone long-term you're in a long-term friendship relationship group you get on each other's nerves and a lot of, a lot of marriages don't make it. A lot of groups don't make it. You all have made it like you have made it through years and years and years of that type of stuff that goes on in relationships. What have you all learned as a result uh, of being in this group and how have you grown or, or how have you grown as a result of being in this group? And uh, yeah, whoever has the answer first, just jump in. Kaz, you're, you're uh, Mike. We're old. Go ahead. Kaz, you might. Can you hear me now? Oh, what's up? 
Yeah, Kaz, you might have to turn your uh, video off uh, just to try to get the audio working a little bit better. That might that might help. Go ahead, Kaz, jump in. Mm. We can hear you, Kaz. Check, check. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and jump in, buddy. All right. Uh, I was going to say. I was going to say that uh, I've learned that we're old because like you have mentioned, we've been around for a minute, man. I think we've been together 18 years. Wow. Um, or maybe even night, maybe 19. I mean, depending on when you say we actually started, I want to say it was 2003 was when, uh, was when SI was formed. Does that sound right, Jess? Yeah, yeah I think so. So I've learned. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I met you in probably '02, but we didn't start SI until '03. We put out the free stuff EP way back then. But uh, what I learned is, man, is, is like you said, uh, is dealing with, you know, what I mean, different personalities and just, I mean, it's but it, it just became bigger than music, man. It just became a brother. So it was just something that was meant to be and built to last, man. Dope. I like it. Who else, who else has a, an answer for that? How have you grown? What have you learned? I'll go in. Um, I learned that there's a bigger picture than just yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? There's a bigger picture than just, um, you know, we all, we're, we're all solo artists in this group, right? So everybody has a catalog basically in this group, but it's, it's, it's like, I know personally all the accomplishments that I made in the industry was because I was a scribbling idiot, mm. period. Yeah. So, and, and it still holds me down to this day. I mean, as we get older, our fan base starts to dwindle a little bit, you know, like real life kicks in sometimes, you know, we're not millionaires off this music, right? So we work regular jobs. The fan base starts to dwindle a little bit. We appreciate everybody that still pays attention to us, or at least I do pays yeah. attention to me and uh you know it, and, and i know that 90 percent of that is because i'm a scribbling idiot yeah so so it, it it isn't just about me you know it's not it's not motion it's 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 the group it's the crew that's what i gotta say dope dope all right who's next uh i'll just jump in here i you know um, I, I couldn't even begin to list all the things that I've learned from these guys over the years. Yeah. Um, but you know, biggest thing about it is that, you know, because we've been, uh, a family for so long, you know, I'll just say that we, you know, we learned what it meant to be family, what it meant to be brothers, what it, you know, and to, be able to lean on each other throughout that time. I mean, that's, that's ultimately what we learn. Yeah. 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 That's dope. 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 Theory has it. How about you? Man, I don't know. I think it, um, it goes back to what we were saying earlier about, uh, for me anyway, uh, there will be no theory has it without Wonder Brown. Just me, Kazmeta, Mouth Warren, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Reflex the Architect, you know what I'm saying? Motion Plus. Uh, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be like 
I was doing like my little stuff, you know what I'm saying? My little CDs or whatever and, and mixtapes. But like even like the first like world uh I would say worldwide, you know, official album, like Theory has an album that is re- reflects the architect is on there. You know what I'm saying? Just me is on yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? Um and um everything that I'm like recording on was provided by like Wonder Brown. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um they wouldn't know who I was without these fellas right here. So um I learned that you could you you could do you could do so much, but you you can't do it alone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 just like uh You know, I mean, you know, there's, there's, there's songs like more than crew. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and it was, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's, there's been like misunderstandings and stuff like that. That's just family. But like, you know, we was we was locked in a room, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Knocking out joints, sleeping over at each other's house, you know, uh, accommodating each other, uh, you know, like throwing the window open, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, <laughs> Jamie's allergic to everything, you know. Um, it, like the whole house cold because Jamie. <laughs> but can, you know, but we traveled. We traveled together. We slept on each other's couches, and and uh, we built together. And a lot. It was times where we got together. And we were. It wasn't even about music. You know, we didn't record nothing. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, man. Um, I really got some insight on on that and it just helped me appreciate like um them and i just wanted to improve mm-hmm. our relationship really yeah because of that so dope i love it wonder brown anything for you um i think there's just a universal truth um um if you're if you open yourself up to possibility um, you really just don't have a choice in who you get to love um, ever. And so uh, when I met Theory, I was probably at the one of the lowest spots in my life. Um, and he was a dream come true. He was a he was a uh, a prayer come true. And the also, the there's just repercussions to that, right? And, and oftentimes, I think you don't know those things in real time. But I, every time I met one of these guys, I knew in real time, it was like, this is a repercussion of mm-hmm. making a great decision, of submitting myself to something that I really want to do, that I love. And hey, guys, by the way, if you, if you want to make beats, if you want to rap, I actually made this comp. I made this conscious decision before I even met Theo. I was like, I want to do this so much. I give up everything. I, mm. I cut all my credit cards. I paid off all my debt. Um, I was I was a vagabond. I was a bum. When I if you look at all the pictures of scribbling idiot scribbling idiots when we were first together, I look I look like a bum. <laughs> and that, that's the truth. I was a bum. I was an absolute bum. But I, I submitted myself to this because it meant more to me 
than my own ego and my own passion, mm. right? My, my own self-worth, right? So I, in, in the back of my mind, I was learning lessons beyond, beyond who I was. And yeah. I can see them back. I can see them now clearly, but I couldn't choose who I love. When I met Mount Warren, I was like, this guy is exactly like me. He's crazy. Uh, he's he's he might even be like slightly like uh, um, on the on the uh, on 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 the spectrum, right? I know slightly? I am, huh? Slightly, yeah. <laughs> so, but but but, but, I, but I but I loved him so much because he was authentic. The scribbling idiots are authentic. We don't we don't fake shit. I I had Christians come up to me all the time. It was like. Why are you guys so gangster? Because we are gangster. <laughs> no, like <laughs> I'm the most gangster. I'm the most gangster. I'm the most gangster. I'm the most gangster. Okay, fair enough. And just to say, you know, like, uh, you don't get to choose who you love in this world. You really don't. Um, peace to all these guys for putting up with me. Word up, word up. And Zoe Nichols. Yeah, man. How about, how about yourself, um, man? What what I, I what I learned is everything that these guys just said. Yeah. Um, but but for me too, um, uh, it, like those sessions where uh, we got together and nothing really happened, like Theory was saying, like that's when that's 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 some of our sessions. You know what I'm saying? And I humbly say that because. You know, I, I, you know, I learned a lot gravitating towards uh, Theo too as well. Um, I had moved to Dayton from Charleston and I used to travel down and see um, Jamie and Theo all the time. I try to, I try to get down there as much as possible. And, and I felt like I was annoying Theo and, and I, and to me, Theo was like one of the sick, I felt like he was high tech, like, like better than high tech. Like he was like the next to do it in Cincinnati, you know, like that big, like I, I felt like it was about to happen. Like, and, and I still do, I feel like Theo is that. Theo is, is that dude in Cincinnati. Theo is that man right now. That's what it is. He's that man right now. And uh, I'm amazed by everything that's happened. Like um, mm -hmm. I'm nothing, like like my man said, I'm, I'm, I'm nothing without this camaraderie. I learned a lot. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of little pride issues with myself um, thinking that I was, you know, super, you know, I like my, my concepts were, were the way to go. You know, yeah. we do it, you know, and I would try to influence a little bit, but I would, I would humble myself and go with the flow. And, and to me, um, like Jamie said about, about love, like one thing that, um, another thing I learned in, in, in this group, I learned through Justin and, um, it's about, it's about love. Um, you know, he's the only, He's the only like big brother figure in my life mm -hmm. that has ever like ended a call like I love you, bro. I love you, man. Hey, do good. I love you, bro. All right, all right. One, boom. He's the only. He's the only dude that's ever came at me like that. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And I learned. I learned a lot through Justin because Justin showed a lot of love to me um, when you know in our early years and and. Uh, and theory too, as well. You know what I mean. And, and Kaz, like being that that you know, it, everybody motion, like uh, you know, um, you know, God taught me a lot through through this group and learning God 
is the thing that we all, you know, that's what we're all doing. We're all learning God. And, uh, you know, through this camaraderie right here, man, I, I'm blessed, bro. I'm humbled. I'm blessed and thankful. For real. Likewise, That's super bro. dope. That's super dope. Uh, I, I lied. I do have one more question. But before that, um, anyone else? Uh, Iomas, Neville, uh, Profound, Joe, uh, what y'all got? Any, any final questions for you guys? Yeah, I mean, well, I'll, I'll wait, I'll wait, but I'll let somebody go because I feel like I've been talking too much. But oh, you're good, I'll, man. You're good. I'll, I'll let somebody else go. <laughs> it's the niggas you love to hate. Twice too. What's up, Neville? Uh, what was I gonna say here? So my question is, I love it. Just kind of piggybacking on that is um when he because I um what do you call Till is asking about what you learned, right? You say, I think Kaz said it, that you meet in 2002. 2000, what, seven, 2000 to like 2010, right? The hip hop industry, the music industry takes a massive turn, right? And it really starts to go digital with the social media and everything. What do you learn as quote unquote underground boom bap artists pre, I mean, shit, Napster was already out in 2002. But you guys know where I'm going roughly. 2007 to 2010 yeah. to now and pre because you toured pre you sold pre you were younger uh motion plus said that we're losing because we're getting older but even with the transition now from where it is now you know vinyl coming back compressed music etc cetera, etc cetera, instagram or that how has how have you seen the landscape change that, that i don't know if that shit that was like four questions did y'all get it <laughs> I got something for it. Um, basically, I mean, I really saw the change in 2007. That seemed to be the time when everything really, really changed. Um, the bottom fell out of the music industry. Independent artists could tour really, really easy and make a good living out of it. And after that, they were only booking like bigger artists. And you were lucky to get just a little bit of money. You know what I mean? You had to definitely work with scraps and be smart with what you did. Um, I think the, the one thing that I learn and some of us idiots took better advantage than others is you just had to you had to be on top of the, the music videos and and just daily interaction with the fans and and keeping them updated keeping them on point like Theo definitely is is the visual person probably out of all of us but so is just me you know what I mean and he was he was on it early too with videos um, Kaz with the videos with the, the joint with Timo and all that. Mm. I mean, um, it, it was important. I didn't get get an opportunity. Just where I'm at and the location I'm at, it, it almost felt like videos were just impossible for me to make. So I, I felt the hit from that because I wasn't on, on that side of it compared to everybody else. So like, yeah, it, it's... It, I don't think, I think, man, Fonte once, what did Fonte say on, on his album? Um, being dope is always, don't need a new style. Being dope is always in fashion, right? Mm. So I don't, I don't think it's necessarily the soundscape or the music or uh, the change that happened, you know, from drill to whatever you, you call, you know, the more modern day music nowadays. I don't think that's the issue. It's, it's really about communicating with the younger fans in a medium that they understand. Uh, and 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 nowadays that's that's really about visuals. I mean, you can hop on Theory has its Instagram, 
And you're going to see something new every single day because he's constantly putting it up. And that's why he's successful. You know what I mean? So I say that that was the that was the pin. That was the, 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 the definitive change that happened from 2007 going into 10. I mean, we're in 2021 and it's more prevalent than it's ever been. Like if you if you don't hop on that, that um, that media train, I guess you could say, then you're going to you're going to definitely. Uh, face the consequences of not being seen or heard. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I want to chime in here, guys. Um, for me personally, when I came into this, I was a little bit, I was a little bit older. I, I really didn't start making hip hop till I was almost twenty five. Uh, I want to encourage anybody out there who's listening. It's about art. If you make a decision that you want to be an artist, make art, okay? At the end of the day, when you die, seriously, guys, listen. If you, if, when you die, you're going to have to tell yourself, did I, do what I was, did I do what I was supposed to do with my life? And if you're an artist, right, this is what I love about all the guys. We, we just go, we just do what we are supposed to do with our lives, I learned that from Justin. I learned that from Kaz. I learned that from Motion. I learned that from Mouth. I especially learned that from Theo. You just have to do what you're supposed to do with your life. And if you don't, you know, that's what hell is. Okay? So, like, I think when we when we formed, like, Voltron, it was like, we're going to make art. Okay? We're going to let our art speak for ourselves. However that costs. However that comes. If it's video, if it's music. Whatever it is, right? The way you talk to people, okay? So I, 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 honestly be, I honestly believe that. I still believe that to this day. I haven't made a lot of art recently, but I still see myself in that, in that form, in that fashion, right? Be yourself, and if you're an artist, be an artist. Yeah. And I think, I, I think in the end, that's what the scribbling idiot legacy will be. Like, look at Cats. This guy has a thousand songs, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and guess what? The last song he made doesn't matter because it's about the next one. Mm. Okay? Same thing with Brad Pitt and same thing with Steven Spielberg and same thing with, I don't know, anybody else in this world who's actually a creator, right? Don't worry about getting famous. Don't worry about making money. Kick ass at you. <laughs> That's a fact. Dope, dope. Welcome to my TED Talk. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll preach that. I'll, listen, I preach that all day long to everybody in Cincinnati. And, and, yep. and yo, they love it. They eat it up because, because no one else is saying that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's true. Yeah, and you say it with passion, too. Yeah, man. I, I've, well, I've heard it a few times. <laughs> I can't help myself. It's authentic. Uh, hey, Iomas, did you, you have a final question? For the idiots. Yeah, I just, um, the, you know, on the topic of faith that came up. Um, and I remember the first time when I came uh, to Christ and they was telling me like, yo, you need to listen to this cat. You need to listen to that dude, this dude, you know, ABC, whatever. And I'm like, bro, I didn't come up from that era. I came up from the era of Tribe Called Quest. I came up from the era of port, like where are those artists at? And I couldn't really 
get connected to those artists until I found some dudes who knew about like the Tunnel Rats, the Pigeon Johns, the Cabooses, the, you know what I mean? Theory Hazards and stuff like that. So when I found that, I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm good now, like I'm golden. So what was it like for you all when you, when you, you know, when you, when you came to Christ or when you like decided to roll uh, with your faith, but continue to do hip hop music, like what was your decision to keep it boom bap? Or what was your decision to like be the trailblazers that you are? Cause I find like a lot of young dudes who come, who are in the faith, they feel like I was in this room in clubhouse and I was telling them the type of music I was doing. And he was like, yo, you using the wrong bait. Like you ain't gonna reach nobody. <laughs> So I'm like, word, for real? You tweaking, Joe. So like, nah, well, I can show you better than I can tell you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So that's how I kind of left it. But it seems like one of the things that I always say, and a lot of Christians or people of the faith, they don't agree with me when I say that, is that we don't have to follow the trends of the times. We can set our own trend. We can we need to be the trendsetters and not the trend followers. Mm. But a majority of those that's other faith, they tend to follow the trends instead of being the trendsetter. So I want to just know, like, hear y'all thoughts on that. Like, what do you think about that? So um, faith is a journey. It's, it's, not, um, it's not static. You know, if your faith is static, then something's wrong because that you're not growing um the but hip-hop i mean if you're ahead then you're ahead like it it, it i don't want to say that they're they're separate you know because i think faith is all encompassing with you know who you are but but everyone in this group is a hip-hop head you know what i mean like we you know, and we're about that life, you know what I mean? Like we don't, so, and I think that that was a big thing about, about this group. Like we're not a bunch of church kids that, that like grew up in the church and we're doing like the Christian version of this, you know, like, nah, we, we're hip hop heads fam. Like we, <laughs> we're B-boys oh, and DJs and craft heads and MCs and, and, this is what we do and like so in when we go and you know our faith is just going to come through in everything we do so when we go do our thing we we're just like anybody else like you know there ain't no and i think that's part of the thing that's like corny about you get this whole idea of like a christian industry you know um like that's that's corny fam like that ain't no there ain't no five percent rap you know what i mean like there's just five percenters that rap. You know what I mean? There's no, there's <laughs> yeah. no Islamic, you know, bookstore where they sell only Islamic rappers. You know, like, they, but you see that in this like Christian industry. And man, don't get me started because I go no days about all that. That's the analogy that I use. Like, if you go to McDonald's, you're not gonna have no. They're not gonna have no Christian cashier and like a regular cashier. You attract. <laughs> Like you're not gonna be a French fry maker. You you make French fries, bro. That happens to be a Christian. You know what I'm saying? 
So right. why do we have to? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's yeah. So we kind of so, same on the same page. So I always I always used it like um like you know to add on to what Justin was talking about. We're all hip hop heads, right? We're all we were already. If we wasn't doing, you know, if we weren't in the box of being a Christian rapper or whatever, we was doing hip hop. You know what I mean? We was doing boom bap music. I always, I always use the terminology. I'm not necessarily a Christian rapper. I'm a Christian that raps. So like my faith, my faith is what I believe. It also brings forth my consciousness. So if we're conscious rappers, people get consciousness from different places, right? Different sources. Five percenters get it from believing you know, what they believe in or, you know, whatever, whatever. We get it from believing that Jesus is our Lord and Savior, right? And we also, if, if there was one thing that I thought we always did was wear our heart on our sleeves. We never pretended to be anything other than we were, right? So, like, some of us cuss like sailors, right? You know, I hate to say it, but the intent is that we love people. The intent is that we believe that Christ is our Savior and we stand on that. But at the same time, we didn't have to throw that down people's throats. We just wanted to make some good hip-hop music that somebody could relate to. You know what I mean? That that I, I used to get crazy emails from all over the world saying that, you know, and it was it was a blessing. This is no ego at all. But, you know, like to get a letter from somebody in Africa that said that my music touched them when I was really just reflecting what the heck I was going through. Right. Like mm. it was all it was all self-reflection from, you know, my garbage in my heart. You know what I mean? And and, and the things that, that were that were weighing me down. So that that's a blessing that God allowed that to touch that person. But it wasn't my intent necessarily. It was really to get the garbage out of my heart and, and express uh -huh. myself. You know what I mean? So um, I just I just think we all, I mean, like I signed to a Christian rap label. I was on a Christian rap label. So it was like, it wasn't at, at all. We were all on a Christian rap label. Yeah, we were all on Christian rap labels, right? But we probably were like one of the groups that probably made the least Christian type of music in a way. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was, it was like, we definitely pushed boundaries for sure on, yeah. on that. I mean, I got on my phone with motion mixtape, I got all types of slack because I was going at them kids from Philly. And I ain't got to say the names or whatever, but I just remember being at the GMA and members of our group were trying to build with cats and they were like, nah, we can't, we don't see you every day. We don't know what your habits are. We can't do music. We can't do music with you. And I remember I went in on, on the song. Like it, I, it didn't happen to me personally because I didn't want to do a song with them. But to see them shun people that I know had fantastic hearts, I had to go in on them. Yeah, and no. and I was I was told that that was the most unchristian thing I could have did, but it's like I didn't care because that's not what I was doing, and we were expressing our true, our true selves and who we were. We didn't we didn't we, we didn't really fit the box, man. So, and you you all touch people's lives even tonight on Facebook. Lance Reesbeck, sorry if I got that that name wrong. Lance, he said the scribbling idiots have had a bigger impact on my faith than a lot of churches. Props to the SI crew. And I know he's him. I know he's not the only one, so we appreciate that, Lance. Lance is dope. Yeah, Lance you. is dope. Lance is dope. What you up? Know, Lance? A, guy, a guy, man. Shout out to Lance. Love you. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of being in the Christian hip hop world, Joe has an excellent follow-up question that I'd love for you to ask, Joe. Yeah, so you know, in the in the marketability world, I know there were a lot of artists that were like <clears throat> promoted as sounding like contemporary secular artists. If you like Biggie, you like so-and-so. If you like Tribe, you like so-and-so. So how did that marketing machine label uh, scribbling idiots to say you guys sound like? They didn't say we sounded like anybody. I didn't think. 
Uh, I mean, I know, I know that there are like marketing materials out there that say like, if you're a fan of blank, then you'll like this. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember who it was that, that, that they put on there. Yeah. Uh, there was one. There was one that said Wu Tang. Nah, bro, I got you. They said I remember when I first made the decision to walk the walk I'm walking. They was like, bro, if you like Jay Z then you are like the truth. Or if you like Lil yeah, Wayne, yeah, you are yeah. like Lecrae. And I'm like, bro, I don't like neither one of them, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does that leave me? You know what I'm saying? No disrespect to Jay-Z or Lil Wayne. I'm just like, bro, I don't listen to them like that. So I'm I'm from a tribe. I'm from Daylight. Right, right. That, that, that's, my, yeah. that's my lane. So where's the music for me? You know what I'm saying? And they would just look at me like, well, we don't have any more options for you. Like, those are the only ones. I'm like, well, I'm straight on that, bro. I'm gonna keep listening to what I'm listening to, bro. Yeah. If, if, any, tribe, if anything, we come from a heritage, right? So we, yeah. we're not compared, we come from a heritage. So we're from the, the family tree of native tongues. We're from the tree of hieroglyphics. We're from the tree of, you know, even on our side that was even closer, tunnel rats, you know, we're yeah. on, Earth. we're, we're from a we're from a heritage, but we we went out of our way. I would say we didn't sound like anybody. Nothing was comparable. You yo, know what I mean? Yo, I, I want to say I want to say this. When I first met Theo, we really bonded on the fact that we both love Red Man. Mm, yeah. So if you doesn't listen, love Red we Man. Rap, it's a lot of times it's like Red Man. It's it's never like it's never like uh, it's never like Black Thought, right? Black Thought's raps are perfect. I want to go back and forth, right? I want to mm. stop at the three, end at the one. I want to come back in the two. But, like, it's so rhythmic. It's like, wow, okay. So, like, we really can – like, when, when Theo collabed with Red Man, it was like, yeah, man, because yeah. that's one of our favorites of all time. Yeah. I think yeah, Red Man influenced everybody. The dude is a scat artist. He scats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, you know, I don't remember seeing y'all on, on that list necessarily. I do remember seeing Theory Has Its Name on one of those – don't listen if you're a Christian. Don't listen to these artists. And Theory's <laughs> name was on that list, and I was like, "What? Oh, How did he yeah. get on that list? Yeah. What did wow. he do? Wait, wait, Phil, wow. say that if again. You, what? There was, was a li there was a dude that came. I forget his name. There's a dude that came out, and there was a big push for a while. Where it was like, Craig, Craig G. Lewis? Yeah, yes, Craig that dude. And there was a list, I and I remember oh seeing God. Theory, and it was like, you should not listen to these you know, quote unquote Christian artist. I remember who it, it was. He has it was on that list. I, I remember oh, who it was. It was, it was if you like Master P, don't listen to him. Listen to Theory has it. <laughs> That's definitely what it was. <laughs> hey, listen, um, I know we're getting late on time and I do want to make sure that we um highlight what, what y'all have going uh coming up or recently. Just me. Can you drop your movie freaking dude made a freaking movie can you tell us yeah. a little bit about that and where people can go to check out your movie or yeah um so when scribbling idiots got off of our last tour where we were opening up for ac alone um we um uh i got home and and i'll be honest i was like i'm not feeling making music i'm just like burnout don't want to make music yeah. and so I was like I think I want to you know write a, a movie script I'm a writer I think of myself as a writer so I was like I'm gonna write a, a screenplay so my wife 
bought me a couple books and uh and I wrote a screenplay and the screenplay um uh I guess read pretty good I, I showed it to some friends in the industry and stuff and they were like this is good you know like you're yeah. not gonna be able to sell it but if you know maybe you can make it so so we did we um with our own money we had no budget we had no experience and uh we just linked up with a bunch of our friends uh who also did not have experience we we hired a couple like real actors and stuff and 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 people who had a little bit of experience here and there you know behind uh a camera or a boom mic and uh and we spent two weeks and we made a movie and uh, spent two weeks filming the movie two and a half and then uh and i spent the next two years teaching myself to edit the movie and color the movie and uh and then cleaning up a ton of really bad audio that we recorded <laughs> um and uh but yeah but it's a no budget like kind of like old school throwback uh horror movie um it's quirky it's weird um but that's the kind of stuff i like and so that's what i made and uh it um the cinematography was handled by my dude deacon the villain Mm. um my man natty is in the movie um uh, uh what's it called what's it called it's called last holler and you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Yep. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah, make sure you go check that out. Go watch Super it now. Dope. Uh, Kaz Meta. Oh, go ahead, I.O. No, I was just asking just me. Can you type that in the chat? Like, so when I yes. go search on uh, Prime, it'll pop right up, Joe. Kaz Meta, I know you have something dropping really soon, which is a statement that can always be true. But uh, what do you have uh, dropping here next? <laughs> Uh, next up, we have the uh, the album. I have it right here. This is the vinyl for the Mere Mortals album that I made with uh, Syntax the Terrific and DJ Sean P. Um, it's put out, uh, Alex putting it out. And, uh, it comes out July 2nd. I think if you pre-ordered it from Alex Bandcamp, uh, it started shipping like this week. And uh, you can also get it on fatbeats.com. That always a good look. It's super dope. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's called Mere Mortals, correct? Yep. Yeah. Mere Mortals, July second. Yep. Mere Mortals. Make sure you get that. Yep. July second. Cop the vinyl. Yep. Yes. Yes. Theory has it. Uh, what about you, man? I know you've been win- winning beat battles and uh, been producing <laughs> butt off. What 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 have you been working on lately, and what do you have coming up? Man, it's so much. Um, right now, I'm trying to uh, finish up like this deluxe version. Release, get ready to like release this longer version of uh, my latest one. Y'all still ain't washing y'all hands. Um, Dope project. Uh, I say, uh, I'm doing some stuff with uh, just me and Shiesty. Uh, under the name Gym Rats. Let's uh, go. Uh, so we're all over that. You know, SI is all over that. 
yo, that uh, junk is going to be incredible for real. <laughs> I swear to God, it might be the best SI record of all time. So it's crazy. You know, I got I had the opportunity to do all the, the beats for that and um, just really be involved. I, I, I'm, I'm actually proud of the stuff I've been making lately because it's it, it, it go back to what I was saying. Um, I'm making stuff that I want to hear. Yeah, um, that's and awesome. so and to share that with Justin and Shiesty and also Kaz, Kaz like you know hit me up. He's working on you know projects all the time, and so I've I've been lucky to like you know share what I want to hear. You know what I'm saying? And they've been picking it up and rocking because I like to like hit play on something that I'm proud of. I I don't you know I go back and listen to my catalog. And I'm not proud of everything, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I, I I am grateful, I am thankful, and all of that. But like, you got you got that. You uh, I'm I'm working with uh, Chris Broussard, you know the comment the ESPN commentator. Nice. Uh, he's he's dropping like a, a project where it's just like like spoken words, sermons, style, nice. you know. And I I did all the beats for that. And, oh, nice. Um, and they're like they're kind of like in song format kind of mm -hmm. you know there's some like scratches here and there and you know crazy transitions um always working always working um always working with other artists so yeah man it's just it's a lot it's a lot going on but that's that's like that's next Jim rats chris broussard y'all still ain't washing your hands deluxe so yeah dope dope thank you theory has it wonder brown anything you have uh coming up or you want to chat up get out there to the world uh nothing artistically i mean you know i work on songs like every day but i am going back to school to get my master's degree in counseling this this fall dope That's so dope. you know touch lives the, uh you know one way or another Yes, sir. There's there's yeah. also um a, a big announcement coming about the thirteenth, <laughs> the thirteenth anniversary of the Kings of Tragedy album. <laughs> We're putting out a greatest hits. Um, we we yeah, it's gonna be the greatest hits. We put out one album and we're gonna put out a greatest hits uh, album. Uh, <laughs> it's a uh, it's basically the same album <laughs> without the skits, just without the skits. No, no, it's only it's only the skits. <laughs> no, only no, 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 no. <laughs> it's only the skits. <laughs> Yo, Motion Plus, man, you got anything you want to tell the world about? Um, you know, it's slow motion, man. Motion Plus is in slow motion mode. Slow motion um, plus. Better nah, than so no motion. I'm just slow motion I'm plus. A, <laughs> motion plus aloe. Um motion I'm doing, slow. <laughs> I'm doing an album for uh, Jim's pool room out of St. Louis. Um, also affiliated with F5 Records, but I've already told them I'm working on it at my leisure, basically. So yeah. I, I, I'm at a point in my life, I'm, I'm probably the oldest scribbling idiot member, right? So I'm 46 years old. I know um, I earned all these gray hairs, but it's <laughs> like it, I, I've, I put out, I don't know how many albums I got all together, count scribbling idiot albums. I think I got 15 albums, right? So like I've, I felt like I've said a lot. And if it isn't significant, I don't want to say it anymore. And so I'm just going to let it come as it comes. You know what I mean? So I don't yeah. know exactly when that's going to be, but they I've worked with Jim's pool room forever and uh, they understand my, my process and they believe in it. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just, I'm, I'm not going to say when it's going to come out, but hopefully towards the end of the year, probably. Dope, dope. Dope, dope. Zoe Nichols, how about yourself? Yeah, Any, anything you want to tell the world about that's happening in your life, musically or otherwise? Um, yeah, yeah. No, just uh, making beats, man. Just making beats and musically, just making beats and, yeah. and uh, trying to follow up superposition, you know, with something nice and solid. Um, I've been working locally with my guys, uh, Bobski and, and, and Hazmat. Shout out to Bobski and Hazmat. Hazmat, big shout out to my guy because he's gonna. I'm working with him, and we're gonna we're gonna put something together uh, really soon. So, uh, but yeah, that's. I'm just trying to follow up that superposition record. That's all, you know. But what about that modeling career, though. Other than that, other than that, yeah. Just I'm trying to. I'm tr- I'm working on my next pair of Yeezys, man. I'm, I'm working on. I'm purchasing my my next pair, baby. So. So right got on. the so got the crazy sneaker collection, right? It's <laughs> like this dude got every every Yeezy, every even got the Yeezys you ain't seen yet. They're like they have moon rocks and stuff. Hey man, I'm single. I have to be attractive. You know what I'm saying? I see. Somehow, I see. Don't get look, the Walmart look, knockoffs though. Look at this. Look at his backdrop, yo. Nah, man. Let me show you. Let me get yeah, that goat. Let me bring out that goat. Let me bring out that goat. All right, y'all. Uh, I mentioned this earlier. This is the last thing we're going to do. We're going to uh, make this pretty quick because we, we're uh, getting low on time here. It's getting late. But we have a little segment that is going to be the most difficult thing that you've ever done in your life. And we have a little uh, play-in intro here tonight. Profound. You ready? Okay, party people in the house. Uh, let's get ready to In this portion of the show, we'll show an assortment of hip-hop albums and challenge our guests to describe them in one word or less. Do you accept the challenge? I do. I do. do. All right, good. We got... Yes. (laughs) Thank you, Zoe, for showing us that. Appreciate it. All right. So you you heard Profound. Here is the challenge. I'm going to show you an album cover. You each have to say one word or less one word that comes <laughs> to your mind <laughs> that comes to your mind when you see this album. Okay. We're going to go, and this is the order we're going to go in. We're going to go Zoe Nichols, just me theory has it wonder motion and cats. We're going to do that order every single time. All right. First album, Zoe Nichols, you're up first. This is muddy waters by red man. One word. What's your word? Life. Ch- uh, one word, just one word, one word. I already messed it up. Life changing. All right, we'll give you a pass. How about, wait, 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 wait. Crack. Crack. Okay, there we go. Just me. Fun. Theory has it. Dang. (laughs) Wonder Brown. Wait, I'm last? I thought I was last. Nah, you're fourth. Oh. Uh, 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 Rock the spot. More than one word, you lose. Motion Plus. Classic. <laughs> Kaz Meta. Funky. All right, next one. Soul Food by Goody Mob. Mm. Grease. <laughs> Grease. Uh, just me. Spiritual. Theory has it. The GPS. <laughs> Wonder Brown. <laughs> Blow <laughs> motion plus enlightening. Ah, Kazmeta. 
Classic. Classic. I love it. All right, here we go. Next one. 93 to infinity by Souls of mm. Mischief. Zoe Nichols. Fine. Mm, just me. Perfection. Theory has it. <laughs> Teachers. Oh, good, good. Wonder Brown. That's it. Oh, he, he did it in less than one word. You go. <laughs> Motion plus. Innovative. Mm, Kaz Meta. Styles. Nice. All right. Just hey, a few what, more is, here. what did Nichols say? I said pine, as in like the smell of pine tree, pine. <laughs> That's a dope video. All right, here we go. Experience by Tunnel Rats. Zoe Nichols. Oh, wow. 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 There we go. Wow. Just me. Mentors. Mm, theory has it. OG. Wonder. Grandparents. <laughs> Motion. Groundbreaking. Casmeta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if I've ever heard that record. Oh, what? <laughs> Whoa. 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 Dad. Wonder Brown. Watermelon. <laughs> Motion. I hate that Wonder just said that because I was going to say the same thing. That's my favorite. Got him. Got him. Illinois. What? Kaz, have you, Kaz, have you heard this one? <laughs> yeah, man. That's, I'm just messing with you, man. <laughs> uh, mid, Midwest. Midwest. All right. One more. The have-nots oh. by the scribbling idiots. Zo. Born. Just me. Trash. <laughs> Theory <laughs> has it. Initiation. Mm. Wonder Brown. Ah. <laughs> Motion. Foundation. Kaz. Brotherhood. Awesome. Yeah. We don't have time uh, for this last one, but this is the greatest yes. uh, uh, <laughs> affiliated album that has ever been released. This is a phenomenal standard. album. Kings, Kings of Tragedy right there. Kings! Uh, <laughs> Listen, fellas, I really appreciate all of you being on tonight, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks for sticking with us here. Almost clocking in at two hours, man. I appreciate all of you. Wow. Any, any and I got to work in the morning. Last words you want to sign off with, fellas? I love you guys. Yeah, yeah. love y'all too. Yeah, much man. love. Man. Love y'all. Thank you all for having us. Big love Thank to you. Thank you, you and everybody. Yeah, Thank Thank you up to everybody who ironically profound. Yo, everybody. Devil. Yeah, Joe. Nope. Yeah. Everybody, Joe. Till. Word ironically. Up. Listen, Thanks, uh, if you're man. everybody. If you're yeah, thank you. Thank you all. If you're listening in, uh, all of our podcast listeners and uh, Facebook listeners, uh, next Thursday, we're going to be back 
with a legend in hip hop. We're, we're super excited to welcome Carter P. If you don't know Carter P, you're going to get to know him next Thursday. So please come back for that. And uh, I guess on that note, we say peace, peace, peace. 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 peace.